The students filed in the potions class, greeted with an unfamiliar but welcome sight. From day one, Audrey had high hopes for potions class, with her dad working as the top potion brewer in the city. But for the first couple weeks of class, this had been most everyone's, including Audrey's, least favorite class. So, as Professor Lovelin taught the rest of the class the basics on potion equipment and techniques, Audrey found herself zoning out. She already knew all the equipment and techniques. Her zoning out was only interrupted by Theo's complete lack of potion knowledge. Hey, Audrey, what's this? Or, what's this called again? Audrey was always happy to answer his questions, no matter how basic. Oh, that's an aromatic herb. Or, Theo, that's a pot. But today, as they made their way into class, sitting in the middle of the room stood a black boiling cauldron, its contents giving off a wonderful light greenish-blue hue. A smile quickly whipped across Audrey's face as she found her seat. Finally, real potion making, Audrey whispered to Theo. I'm definitely going to need your help today, Theo responded. Everything about this class made Theo nervous, which he explained to Audrey plenty of times. His fear coming from a previous science experiment at home gone wrong. Audrey, I didn't know the Coke bottle would explode when I put the Mentos in. Regina, who was Theo's older sister, played a trick on me and told me to look inside the bottle. Sprayed right in my face. My eyes were stinging for the rest of the day. All I could do is hear Regina laughing the rest of the day, Theo said exhaustingly. Well, Audrey responded, I could promise I won't be tricking you in class. Any of these potions are likely to melt your face off. What? Theo responded. Good afternoon, pupils, announced Professor Lovelin. Good afternoon, Professor Lovelin, replied the class. Today, we have a special treat. We are going to be mixing up our very first potion. Yes, Audrey whispered. Our first potion will be quite basic. This will be the fertilizer potion called Calergo. Every class in WW's history for the last 450 years has started with this potion. Now take out your parchments and write down the ingredients on the board and go grab your equipment. The class removed fresh parchments and writing feathers from their bags. You will need, the board said, two gallons of water, six ounces of vinegar, six ounces of lecture seeds. The students did their best to keep up with the long list of ingredients, which included about 20 different items. And finally, a pinch of oregano. Oregano? Like the seasoning? What magical powers does oregano have? Asked one of the students. It provides the magic of making the potion not so stinky, replied Professor Lovelin. Oh, the student replied. The students began hurrying around the classroom to collect the ingredients and various tools and equipment. This is a lot of ingredients for a simple fertilizer potion, said Theo as he rose from his chair. Make sure you're very careful measuring out your ingredients, class. This potion can be very delicate. We don't want any explosions today. Explosions? Theo had a flashback to the exploding Coke Mentos incident. Theo, just don't add too much oregano and you'll be fine, Professor Lovelin said with a smirk. Audrey continued to measure out all her ingredients very calmly and quickly. She had done this hundreds of times with her dad. Well, maybe not with 20 ingredients at one time, but she thought, hey, what I could do one time, I could do a hundred times. Looking to her left, Theo had the look of concentrated confusion, his tongue slightly sticking out of his mouth, not blinking. She almost felt she heard him humming to himself as he quickly poured various ingredients into various beakers and cups.
Audra kept moving through the measurements. Uh, 14 ounces of this, two pounds of that, 3.14159 grams of this orange stuff. All right, class, five more minutes till we start mixing. Audrey had already completed measuring and was watching the rest of the class finish up their measurements. All manner of facial expressions were painted across her classmates' faces. Nervous, relaxed, fear, enjoyment, fear, more fear. There's a lot of fear in here, she thought. But quickly, the other students began showing signs that they were completed with their measurements. The rest of the class began abnormally quiet at some point. All right, looks like everyone is done, I see, said Professor Lovin. Let's begin mixing our ingredients. I would like everyone to put on their safety equipment. Professor Lovin raised his wand and spoke clearly. Perno Kronos. Immediately, large helmets, which resembled baseball helmets, appeared on each student's desk. Helmets? My dad and I have never worn helmets before. Oh, it's just a precaution, the professor said while putting on his own helmet. He began to make the list of ingredients and put times on the board. All right, over the next 20 minutes, we will be adding these ingredients at their required times. We will use the clock up there on the corner. The timing is just as important as the ingredients themselves. Place your cauldrons on your desk and repeat after me. Floga! Each student placed their cauldron on the desk and whipped out their wands and repeated the spell. Floga! They all said. Instantly, without wood or a burner, a purple flame appeared under each student's cauldron. All right, the timer starts when you add your water, which you will do now, Professor Lovelins ordered. Each student poured their water in and the mixing began. Based on the instructions, another ingredient will be added every minute. Keep track of your time and add the right ingredients at the right time. At the five minute mark, the contents of your cauldron will change to a light green and will change colors after each ingredient. The first minute came up. The board said, add five grams of tinsel topping. Second minute, add one ounce of pixie dust. The third minute, add grave delight. The fourth minute, Mary Terry berries. The fifth minute, a toenail of a worm tongue lizard. Gross, thought Audrey. The moment the super tiny toenail hit the surface of the bowling cauldron, the four-toed light green glow illuminated the cauldron, brightening up all the students' faces. Audrey looked over at Theo, whose face showed complete relief as his cauldron shined light green. Minute six, a tail feather of a dove. Poof! An explosion happened across the room. Ah, let's see what we have here, Professor Lovelin said, walking over to a student's cauldron. I believe that is the tail feather of a peacock. Make your way over to another student's desk. Every minute after that, another student's cauldron exploded somehow. Minute seven, a beetle with a missing antenna. Minute eight, a petal of a rose. Minute nine, a seven-year-old slug. After adding her grandma Lycalin at minute 10, Audrey was feeling confident. The hue of the cauldron turned dark purple and began to bubble more vigorously. Audrey looked over at Theo's bright pink-hued cauldron. Theo, I think you did something wrong. Ah, wait, really? Theo quickly ducked under this table, preparing for his cauldron to explode. No, no, it doesn't look like it's going to explode yet. It's just supposed to turn purple, not turn pink, Audrey explained. Oh man, I can't believe I messed up. Well, actually, actually I can't believe I messed up, Theo said. 
He began to look around and noticed something quite quickly. Audrey, I think yours is the only cauldron that turned purple. Audrey whipped her head around to quickly disagree with Theo's observation, but he only spoke the truth. Her cauldron was the only purple cauldron. Minute 11, whipped goat cream. The bubbling grew even more bubblier. And the purple more purplier. Oh no, Audrey thought. No, no, maybe everyone else messed up. All the inexperienced students messed up, and the professor was laughing inside, thinking how everyone else's cauldron was not purple and bubbling loudly. Instead, all the various types of colors and barely bubbling. Minute 12, a pine needle of a thousand-year-old tree. But Audrey's only showed more purple and more bubbles. Minute 13, a perfectly circular apple. Another explosion. Only Audrey's head turned again, more purple, and with more bubbles. Audrey was beginning to panic more and more, but her cauldron had not exploded yet. She kept her panic at bay until about the 17th minute. Add a gram of Lycalin. Wait a minute. They had already done this. She looked back into her instructions. Minute 17, one gram of Lycalin. Minute 5, one gram of Lycan. 10. <gasps> there it was. The mistake was so simple. Without paying attention, she wrote down the wrong one. But maybe it'll be fine. It will be fine. She just added the lichen 10 at minute 17. The cauldron began to shake wildly. Professor Loveland came over to see what was going on. Before he made his way over, his cauldron shot upwards. Ricochet off the ceiling, straight at Professor Loveland, who nonchalantly ducked away. Everyone under their desks, said the professor. The whole class, including Audrey, rushed under their desks. Audrey was unable to hear anything under the instruction above them. Finally, there was a final clash and the room went silent. Audrey was flooded with embarrassment. How could this happen? As she peeked above her desk, the rest of the students began peeking as well. Don't forget, minute 18's coming up. Audrey, make your way over to Theo's desk, the professor ordered, who did not appear to be phased in the slightest to the flying cauldron. Audrey walked over to Theo's desk, defeated. Are you okay? asked Theo, while adding the minute 18 ingredient of earwax from a grandfather pig. I'm fine. I guess I'm not going to be a very good potion master, said Audrey. Minute 19 at Theo's desk went without a hitch. And then minute 20... Theo extremely carefully added the non-magical oregano, which filled the room with a sweet aroma of a freshly bloomed garden. Great job, Theo, said Audrey. Out of the 25 students, he was one of only five students to reach the end. 20 other cauldrons had exploded throughout the last 20 minutes, none more than Audrey's mistake. The class bell rang and the students began to clean up their messes. Some messes were bigger than others. When they were done, Audrey gathered her bag and began to make her way to the door. Audrey, may I have a moment, please? Requested the professor. Yes, sir, she asked. Your dad runs the potion brewery on Fifth Street, correct? Yes, sir. I believe his mother and his father were both the chief brewmasters at the same brewery, correct? Yes, sir. And their parents before them were also chief potion brewer masters. Yes, sir, Audrey said. Every question made her feel worse and worse. 
Well, I guess that means Potion Master is in your blood, he said happily. Well, apparently not. What are you talking about, said the professor. I almost blew up the classroom. I'm the reason why people wore helmets. The professor gave off a great belly laugh. Oh, I don't think I agree with that. This appears to be a family tradition, the professor joked. What do you mean, said Audrey. Oh, your father's cauldron caught the entire room on fire. And then his mother, your grandmother's cauldron, smelt so bad we had to start adding oregano at the end of the 20 minutes. And her parents, your great-grandparents, are the reasons we wear helmets, Laughlin finished up. This new and shocking information instantly relieved Audrey's disappointment. After school, she sprinted towards her house and burst through the door. Oh, hey, Audrey, how was school, said her mother. Audrey quickly walked past her mother with no reply into the other room to find her dad at the kitchen table, throwing her book bag on the table. Dad, tell me the truth. What, honey? He said, confused. Did you catch the room on fire? Audrey's mother from the other room burst into laughter. I can't believe Professor Lovin told you that. Did he tell you about your grandparents and your great-grandparents? He asked. Audrey nodded with the biggest smile as her mother laughed her way into the kitchen. Oh, honey, what did you end up doing? Asked her mother. My cauldron shot around the classroom like a bouncy ball. I accidentally mixed up the lycatin and the lycalin, Audrey explained. Both her parents erupted into laughter. That's what your great-grandfather did. It's the reason we wear helmets. Thanks for joining us. Cut!